If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Beth Center on VSN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. Hour number three of the VSIN Bet Center. I'm Brady Cannon, live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. And my partner, Holden Kushner, is along via Denver, Colorado, as we keep track of the college basketball madness going on. The final few games of your round of 32, it will all end this evening with TCU and Arizona. The Wildcats, a number one seed, nearly favored by double digits. It did open at 10. It is ticked down to nine or nine. Nine and a half. Couple games currently in action. One at the half. Texas Tech and Notre Dame. The Red Raiders went off as eight-point favorites, but at halftime, lead by just one point over really the kind of Cinderella story that Notre Dame has become of the early part of the tournament. 26-25, Texas Tech out in front of Notre Dame at the break. Notre Dame covers the first half. The Red Raiders remain a five-and-a-half-point favorite in the live market for the entire game, and your total has come down off of the opener, now at 120-and-a-half in the live market. Iowa State and Wisconsin. Whiskey trying to get back into this one, trying to get the home crowd there back into things. They put a couple of buckets on the board and closed this to just a four-point margin, but now trail by six once again, 40-34. to 34. Seven and a half minutes left to go in regulation. Iowa State, a four-and-a-half-point favorite in the live market. I still like that number there, catching points with Wisconsin. If you can get at least four-and-a-half, your total continues to crash, Holden, and I couldn't figure out why it didn't in the first half. We're at 101-and-a-half now. This game closed in the neighborhood of, like, 126, 127, and in the first half, they were at a snail's pace, and the total just stuck at 120. It wasn't really plummeting. Now it has started to in the second half here as the clock ticks down to 101 and a half and I tell you I don't know if that's going to get over that total only way it happens is overtime I think there's a legit shot there's overtime though Brady I was telling you my buddies that just watched the NBA decide to watch March Madness and they get so frustrated like the (laughs) shooting is horrible it's sloppy the free throw shooting is bad the ref the refs have just been god atrocious so far, yet I still love this. Yet it is still the greatest sporting event in the history of the world. But just to update you here on Wisconsin, what happened a minute ago, offensive interference. There was a ball that looked like it was just going to hang on the rim. Wisconsin called for offensive interference. Iowa State comes right back down, hits a deuce, and then it looked like there was either a foul. There, It's going to go possession to Iowa State. So this is big right now. Wisconsin, 729 left. So a lot of time 
still to go. And I, and I like what you said. The line is still flipped, right? It's four and a half. So it's four. I see it at four. Wisconsin's got to have that run in them, don't they, Brady? I mean, again, they're at home. They're every bit as good as Iowa State. The thing that's frustrating, though, they don't want to go to the rim. It's like they're just passing the ball around on the outside. And when you got a team that's got six fouls, go get to the line. Go get fouled. Go get your one and ones. Get your bonus. That's how you're going to clean up late in this game. So, still a lot of time, but Wisconsin's killing themselves right now. There really is a lot of time. Seven and a half minutes left. That mm-hmm. uh, is a lot of time in college basketball, trailing by just six points for the Wisconsin Badgers, who closed as four-point favorites. They keep pushing back the start of Miami and Auburn holding with the uh, these games getting extended here. Notre Dame and Texas Tech, of course, at the half and still some time remaining in regulation between Wisconsin and Iowa State. But Miami and Auburn coming up in about the next five minutes. That's currently where they have it scheduled. And, and I think this is a good matchup. I actually played over the total here, and I got what is a good number now. I got 143.5 over yeah. 143 and a half and it's up to 145 now and we may not be done yet but uh, Miami uh, I I actually liked USC on the money line in their first round game but Miami really came to play took it to the Trojans Andy Enfield I thought there was maybe a coaching advantage there over Jim Laranega but not the case as Miami moves on beating the Trojans as a small underdog and then Auburn, they had uh, as a number one or number two seed, rather, they had a fairly easy matchup with Jacksonville State. Struggled a little bit early, but ended up really pulling away in the second half, 80 to 61. And Bruce Pearl's Auburn Tigers find themselves here favored by seven with a total of 145. Are you involved in this one? I don't know if we, we were talking with J.J. Apersina about the game. I didn't hear if you had uh, a ticket in your pocket on this one. Nope. Two ways I'm going to attack this game, okay? I'm going to see how good of a number I can get on Auburn. If I can get them down to three and a half points, get three points shaved off the uh, closing line, I'll be fine with that. And the other one is their team total. If I can get that thing under 70, let me see where the live line is on that just for a second because I thought um, they locked it up. All right, so we can't see it right now. I thought I saw 74 and a half. Uh, So if I can get that thing down to maybe 68 and a half, I'll definitely jump on that. But it's a fascinating game. It it really is. Yeah, the Canes were one of 14 behind the arc in that win that they just had. So they shot the ball really poorly. It still came out with a win against a really tough USC team. Um, I I just think ultimately that Walker Kessler, Jabari Smith, they're just going to be too much inside. And I love the fact you got that number on the total because both these teams are good, really good offensive teams. I like that bet that you already made. Well, and part of the handicap, Holden, you talked about it, how poor Miami was from three-point land Mm -hmm. in that contest with USC, and they still come away with a victory. You have to figure their shooting is going to improve. You don't expect them to have two two performances like that in a row, and especially when you're talking one of 14. I, I mean, even if they go six of 14, that's a heck of a lot more points going towards that total going over. Yeah. Uh, again, I think you just laid it out perfectly um, th- because Auburn should get whatever they want down low. I-, I don't see them having any problem, especially with Kessler and Smith. The other th- side of things, though, is I wonder if Miami is going to be okay. Didn't Kessler just have like 10 blocks the other day? Um, Auburn doesn't have a great guard play, so I think that's where Miami has the advantage. And on the other side, Auburn's going to have the advantage inside. So let's just try and get a read on this game, see how things are flowing, 
and try and get better numbers than we see right now. Well, I think that's an interesting point you bring up as well if you're thinking about playing over the total because one team is able to get it done from the outside. Another mm-hmm. team is able to get it done from the inside. So, you know, there if either team is not playing fantastic defense in this contest, each team ought to be able to get their points from what their wheelhouse is, that being Auburn on the inside, Miami on the outside. You mentioned the guard play not being great for Auburn. They certainly are about their bigs in the inside. I believe they lead the country in average block shots per game at over eight per game. And you mentioned Kessler getting 10 in their first round game. Uh, Miami, I do like their guard play. So if their guards can get hot from outside shooting the basketball, I do think there are going to be some points scored in this game. Iowa State extending its lead over Wisconsin to seven points now. Just about six and a half minutes left in this game Wisconsin trailing 43 to 36 and Iowa State there's that number again five and a half five and a half point favorites are the Cyclones in the live market your total ticks up a little bit to 104 and a half uh, Holden, just about five minutes left here in the segment, and I want to turn our attention to the futures market. And we've seen a you know four days, three and a half, almost four days of basketball here of the NCAA tournament. Have you changed your mind at all on some of the teams that you expect could win the national championship or possibly the other market to make it to the final four? And we always preach on the sin to shop around. And it's just like, you know, the grocery store. If potatoes are $1 at this place and they're $4 at the other, you know where you're going to do your business. And and it's the same thing with sports betting. You've got a number of sports books to choose from out there. And you look at some of these futures to win the national championship. The Houston Cougars, 16 to 1 at Bet Rivers, but 20 to 1 at DraftKings and BetMGM. Also look at Texas Tech, the Red Raiders, 22 to 1 at BetMGM, only 14 to 1 at DraftKings. So certainly there is some variance in the market, and that is why it pays to shop around here. And those are actually a couple teams that kind of caught my attention. I think 20 to 1 on Houston's a pretty good number. Now, Texas Tech has not looked real impressive in the first half against Notre Dame, but I wouldn't mind having them at 22 either. Yeah, you're not the only one that is really impressed with Houston because I'm right there with you, buddy. Moore, Sheed, Edwards, these three guys went absolutely ballistic. They are misseeded. They should be a two seed, not a five seed. I know there's a lot of new faces there, but Kelvin Sampson is just a tremendous, tremendous head coach. So more than winning the championship, I kind of, I'm I'm coming around on Houston getting to the final four though, right? And, And we're seeing these numbers here, plus 400 at DraftKings, plus 300 at bet Rivers. So again, if I get four to one, I kind of like that play. Uh, the other team is is sitting right around them is North Carolina. I mean, <laughs> plus 250. I'm not going to bet them. I see them at plus 350 though. That's not a bad line. Um, can North, but the, here, here it is. It comes down to North Carolina, Michigan this week, right? So you got to figure out who's winning that game. I can see either one of those two teams get into the final four just because they're playing such great basketball and don't overlook that stuff either. Like hot teams, NCAA tournament. We see them tear it up. We're seeing it right now. We're seeing it with Michigan. We're seeing it with North Carolina. So I don't think there's anything wrong looking at your eye test, looking at a little momentum and adding that in to the line. Yeah, North Carolina plus 350 at DraftKings to make the final four, plus 250 at Bet Rivers. So certainly some additional value there 
from DraftKings at plus 350 on the Tar Heels. If you look at UCLA, if you want to go the other way with Carolina, I mean, UCLA, I thought was very impressive against St. Mary's in their second round game. I thought the St. Mary's Gales were a live dog. I ended up losing that bet uh, as UCLA really surprised me. Johnny Juzang, we knew he was a little bit banged up, but he really looked fine. It looks like UCLA might be rounding into that form that got them into the Final Four last year. Uh, 16-1 to to win the national championship at DraftKings. Kings, but like Texas Tech, 22 to 1 on the UCLA Bruins. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics. Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life— We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. To win the national championship at BetMGM, I think that's a good-looking number as well. When we come back, we'll check the scoreboard. Iowa State now up on Wisconsin by 9, 47 to 38. Still at halftime between Texas Tech and Notre Dame. We'll be back inside the Bet Center in just a moment. is Bet Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Play free college basketball for a share of $15,000 this March with Halo Hoop Series. Destroy the competition for cash with a winning lineup in three free-to-play contests and compete for your share of $5,000 per contest. Head to DraftKings.com slash Paramount Plus now to join the action. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Brady Cannon and Holden Kushner here with you. Hour number three of the VSIN Bet Center and the Wisconsin Badgers still trailing the Iowa State Cyclones by seven points. And we are down under four minutes, about three minutes and 15 seconds left in this contest. Wisconsin has shown a little bit of life here down the stretch, but they just can't seem to crack 
all the way back into this contest, still down by seven, 50 to 43. Again, just over three minutes left, and Iowa State remains a five and a half point favorite in the live market. Holden, I believe they just went to break. Wisconsin got a bucket and the foul. I believe they may have a foul shot coming here. Well, this is really where it gets stressful, right? Because so I'm sitting on a plus five and a half. Those of you that had Wisconsin minus four, I don't want to say lay down, but you know, over time you could get that number still. But the thing that concerns me is the free throws once again. Uh, so we saw it with Duke and Michigan State. And again, I feel bad for you if you had Michigan State plus six and a half, plus seven. There's no reason they should have uh, lost that game, but the free the free throws just killed them in the end. So. That's the thing about March Madness. You always have to keep that in mind, even if you're live betting and getting a better number, right? So I'm a little concerned here with this, to be perfectly honest with you. Wisconsin, home game, again, just as good. I think these two teams are really level. I think the issue for most of the second half is Wisconsin just hasn't been assertive offensively. They haven't gotten to the bucket. They've been settling. When they have gotten to the bucket, they've scored and they've gotten fouled or they had the one basket interference. But really. You wonder if this game is coming down to free throws again and whether or not that's going to break my back. Yeah, I don't know why they have gone away from that game plan there. I mean, they got into the bonus very early in the first mm -hmm. half, and you know they're going to the rack and getting fouled here in the second half as well. The outside shooting plan has not really worked for Wisconsin, so I don't know why they're abandoning attacking the rim here. Iowa State currently with a seven-point lead, 50-43, to 43, and they are just coming back from commercial now. Texas Tech and Notre Dame are at halftime, getting ready to come back to action in that one here pretty quick. 26-25, to 25, just a one-point edge for the Red Raiders of Texas Tech. And as far as the live market, they are five-and-a-half-point favorites for the entire game. Your total at 121 and a half and sure enough Wisconsin does hit that foul shot we were talking about coming back from the commercial break there in fact they hit a pair and now trail by just five points 50 to 45 three minutes and 15 seconds left and they move to four and a half point favorites or excuse me four and a half point underdogs once again in the live market they're underway between Miami and Auburn Holden and they're on a little bit of an over pace here Miami up on Auburn 10 to 4 just 4 minutes into the game Miami has moved down now to just a two and a half point underdog in the live market and your total at 144 and a half so just a tick up from the opening number on the total of 143 and a half Yep uh I'm just looking at the money line right now at plus 600 for Wisconsin so I'm going to go back to that game real quick You think every one one out of six games they would come back and take care of this uh, 50 to 45, uh, Wisconsin just missing these shots, mid-range jumpers go to the bucket, man. It's bonus. Plus, what are we doing here? I think it's an interesting bet. I'm not going to make it Brady, but boy, six to one on Wisconsin right now down just by five. We know crazy things have happened in the tournament and I'm still sweating out a plus five and a half, but I'm talking about a money line here plus 700 now on Wisconsin. If you think they can come back. Wild things happen in this tournament, don't they, my friend? And uh, oh, Iowa State just keeps getting these rebounds. Every loose ball seems to be going to the Cyclones right now, Brady. Yeah, I wonder if you have those rebounding numbers in front of you there because every time I look up, Iowa State is getting a rebound and they're extending possessions on offense here once again late in the game doing so. And we are now under two minutes and a five-point margin 
for Iowa State, 50-45, to leading Wisconsin. Wisconsin finally gets a stop and a rebound, and they dribble the ball across half court, look to dish it out, and almost turn it over, and they do. Yeah, turn it over did. again. Boy, they, you know, it was a sloppy game the other night against Colgate, but they really got their act together in the second half. They haven't gotten their act together all game long here today. And again, their second one in a quote-unquote home game situation. Pretty disappointing here for Wisconsin in this second-round effort. All right, the reason why Wisconsin is losing, though, they're one of 17 from three. Oh, Let me repeat this. One of 17 from three, which is why I keep saying, go to the basket. Yeah, exactly. Something's not working from the outside. Change the the game plan. The rebounding margin plus five for Iowa State. So not as big as I thought it was. either. I thought it was going to be seven to ten. And oh, (laughs) one of 18 from three. I mean, that thing didn't even hit rim. This is ugly. Timeout Iowa State. Uh, So this is just massive sweat time for me. Plus five and a half. Iowa State with the ball. uh, Five point lead. You'd think the foul game is going to start right now. Yeah, just uh, under 45 seconds left in regulation, and I'm sure that will be the case. This game, uh, unless uh, Wisconsin is able to get it to overtime, is going to go well under the total here. Mm -hmm. Just a total of 95 points on the board right now. And I tell you, it wasn't that pretty the other night with Wisconsin and Colgate. It was even uglier between Iowa State and LSU. This Cyclones team, they play awful ugly, but it looks like they might be headed to the Sweet 16. It it really is amazing how great the Big 12 has been, right? Yeah. For years, the Big 12 let me down. Like every year, oh, this is the year. Big 12's great. Well, we've had Texas Tech in the final. We've had Baylor win it all. Kansas is there every single year. Iowa State, again, I cannot say enough about Olsenberger, the head coach at Iowa State. They lost 20-plus games last year. This was supposed to be a rebuilding year. He said, listen, I can get a whole bunch of graduate transfers over here without having to sit out a year. He did it, and they meshed so quickly. So we kind of started this show off saying how good the Big 12 was, Brady. Guess what? I mean, even if Iowa State ends up blowing this game, I don't see it happening. But top to bottom, like, how do you not go into some of these matchups saying, well, I'm going to take the Big 12 team, A, they're tough, B, defensively, they're spectacular. And C, they're just pretty darn good. Big 12. I think when you're handicapping, when we're going to the round of 32, you at least got to look at it and maybe go in a little bit more positive about those teams from the conference. Well, I tell you what, Holden, it is a part of my handicap when I look at these games. I'll, I'll take a look at you know what they faced all season long, and certainly I'm going to favor a Big 12 team over an ACC. I did it the other day with Baylor against North Carolina. Got burned in that one. The ACC has been surprisingly successful so far in this tournament. The SEC has been surprisingly disappointing so far in this tournament. But that is absolutely part of my handicap when I look at these teams. What did they face all year long, and who are they going to be facing in this particular matchup? Texas Tech, another Big 12 squad. They're taking on another ACC squad, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, 31-27 to right now. Texas Tech out to a three-point advantage in the second half. They led by one at halftime. Now a four-point margin. Make it a five-point margin as they hit a foul shot there. 32-27 to in favor of the Red Raiders with just over 17 minutes left in regulation. And as far as the live line, they move to nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Does Texas Tech 120-and-a-half 
for your in-game total. And Miami really kind of taking yep. it to Auburn right now, holding 15-8. to eight. Uh, Not quite halfway through the first half just yet. Still about 13 minutes left in the first half. 15-8, to eight, the Hurricanes on top of Auburn. They remain a two-and-a-half-point dog in the live market, and your total remains unchanged as well at 144-and-a-half. I told you I want to get this at less than three and a half. So while you're talking, I'm going through it. I hit it at plus one and a half and I missed it. That's that's the tough part about betting live. So I'll wait till the under 12. But to this point, I mean, it just goes back to another team coming out cold shooting. Auburn's two of eight. Uh, Miami's seven of 14. You know, this Auburn team has been very good at the free throw line. We'll go look at the foul situation too. But a six and a half point favorite. Now getting just a little, what, what did you have it at? Two, two and a half. I'm seeing one and a half around as well. Uh, this is what I'm looking for when I'm trying to bet these games live. Let's just hope that the, the team that I want to bet on starts out slow. I get the good number and, and then it's up to the, the grace of the universe, I guess, after that. <laughs> the sports betting uh, and, gods. Uh, yeah, if you want to call them that, sure. Sports betting guys. And now this Wisconsin Iowa State thing. Did did Wisconsin just get the ball? They're going to go to the review here. I think Iowa State's going to keep the ball. That thing is a pressure cooker. I'm I'm literally sweating right now, Brady. This, yeah, this game I can understand it. Sweating. Well, that that's been yeah. two real sweat games for the Wisconsin Badgers. They yeah. do not cover by a hook on Friday night over the Colgate Raiders, winning that one by seven. They closed as seven and a half point favorites, and right now you, of course, live have Wisconsin plus five and a half, and they are trailing by five. We'll see what that review turns out when we come back on the other side. Fifteen to eight, Miami and Auburn and your in-game total has crashed to 141.5. More of the Bet Center on the other side. Stick with us here at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Wendy's and Adult Swim's Rick and Morty are teaming up to invite Las Vegas locals and basketball fans to get swifty at the first ever Morty's Mayhem pop-up. Located at Resorts World's East Garden Plaza, the immersive experience brings the show off the screen and onto the strip with never-before-seen animations of Wendy's breakfast characters in the Rick and Morty universe and the return of the exclusive Pickle Rick, Pickle Frosty. Boom! Big reveal! While in the alternate universe, fans can also play a life-size game of Plinko, score exclusive swag, and try items from Wendy's delicious menu lineup. You better hurry to check it out. Wendy's Morty's Mayhem at Resorts World. It's only open today here, 9 p.m. Pacific in Las Vegas, Nevada. Brady Cannon and Holden Kushner here with you inside the V-CIN Bet Center, keeping an eye on March Madness action. And boy, the Iowa State Cyclones really taking it to Wisconsin. This has maybe been the most disappointing performance I've seen all tournament long, Holden. Wisconsin on a you know quasi-home court there in Milwaukee, only able to muster 45 points. You've got about 30 seconds, make it about 20 seconds left in this contest, and they're down by 8, 53 to 45. Iowa oh, no, State. no, no, no. They actually, Wisconsin hit a three-pointer. They're now two of 22 from beyond the arc. So I guess the old notion, just shooting, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it to one falls. It finally happened. Two of 22, Brady. Two. Can't win a two of 22. Not happening. Even if your opponent's three of 14. 
That is absolutely unreal. Two of 22, now 53 to 48. So a five point game. And that is very important to you as you are catching five and a half points, a bet you made in the live market. And now we have a uh, timeout on the floor here. Let's see. What was the, what was the second count there? Are they down to about 15 seconds left in regulation now, Holden? Um, yeah, maybe less than that. Five and a half yeah, seconds. Five and Under a half. Ten seconds left to go. It's their ball. Wisconsin at the, at the foul line. With 6.8. This thing's over. And he misses, um, he misses the first foul shot. So, again, you, you obviously need them to lose by five or less. One more foul shot coming up here. Just the final seconds ticking away on the Wisconsin Badgers season. The second free throw is up and good. So that's good news for you. It's a four-point game right now. Yes, likely they will foul here off of the inbound Ohio or Iowa State with a four-point advantage, 53 to 49, five seconds left in this ball game. Notre Dame closing back in on Texas Tech. They were down by six points. Now make it just two points, 35-33, with about 13 and a half minutes left to go in the second half there. Texas Tech was as high as a nine and a half point favorite in the live market, now down to just five and a half point favorites, and your total continues to plummet. 115 and a half for your live total between the Red Raiders and the Fighting Irish. And the total continues to slip as well, Holden, between Auburn and Miami. That is not to my liking, as I am on the over in this game. I've got over 143 and a half. Right now, your live total is at 138 and a half, and it's 19 to 14. Advantage Hurricanes over the Auburn Tigers, and Miami remains a two and a half point underdog in the live market. Wisconsin. I think they're going to cover this thing, buddy. I'm holding my breath. Iowa State just rimmed out the first free throw. Uh, you're probably ahead of me on this one, but oh my God. Um, let me just, let me breathe through this for a second, and then we could talk about your play here. Yeah, this thing's over. There you go. Tip it up. Do not foul. Game over. Wisconsin covers the five and a half. Yes. Well, that, that's very <laughs> interesting. Scott, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. That- was a sweat. No doubt about it. It sure was. And it was funny because you and I were talking, what is the threshold number there? Is it four and a half? Is it five? I thought four and a half was going to get there. It lands right on five. So good for you to have five in the hook. Nice cash there. Wisconsin has been eliminated and the Iowa State Cyclones headed for the Sweet 16. I don't think many people predicted that. Uh, 39-36, Texas Tech now back to a three-point lead over Notre Dame, and Miami extends its lead over Auburn, 21-14. to Finally, getting some respect from the live market here, Miami down to just a one-and-a-half-point underdog now in the live wagering. Uh, round two matchup, another one about to tip in just about 10 minutes from now, Holden. We've talked about this game a little bit on the program earlier today, and that is the Longhorns of Texas and the Purdue Boilermakers. This one opened up Purdue minus four-and-a-half, with a total of 132.5. Texas advanced with a win over Virginia Tech. Purdue really waltzed in a dominant victory over Yale on Friday. Good coaching matchup here that there's been a lot of talk about this weekend. Matt Painter and Chris Beard, and Beard's Longhorns have seen the money. As we get ready to tip this thing off, again, just about 10 minutes away here, Texas Tech, or excuse me, Texas and Purdue, they've taken a little bit of money down to three and a half now in favor of the Boilermakers, and the total has gone up to 135. 
Yeah, I think if you're back in Texas, this is an opportunity to back the under. Because Texas's offense, they really struggle. You know, I'm waiting for Beard to get his own guys in there, too. Give him a couple of years. I'm not thrilled about it being a Kansas grad because they're going to have to deal with them. Baylor, I mean, how many good programs are there in the Big 12 going forward? But, um, you know, Texas can't score, but they got the sixth-ranked scoring defense. Uh, it's just, it, it's going to be a fascinating game. We've we've broken it down. I'm going to break it down again for you. Texas can't score. Purdue, all they do is score. Purdue really does not defend well. So that's tough. It's going to be, it, it's going to be just an ugly game if Texas wins it. So I'm telling you, there's a correlated bet here. Either bet under the Purdue total, under the game total would probably be the better thing. But here's where the, the Boilermakers have the advantage. They got the size. I mean, they got a lot of size. So if you see Purdue cleaning up on the boards, getting second chance points, seeing Texas in foul trouble, that to me is going to be a signal. Hey, let's back Purdue here. Let's back Purdue. If, you know, a couple quick fouls on a Texas uh, on a on a Texas player, big man or two, because that's going to be the big advantage. Purdue offense, a lot of size. Texas, great coach, probably the the coaching advantage there. Believe it or not, defensively, it's going to be nasty. <laughs> I just hope one of these two teams could shoot three pointers. Have you been? See, did you see what's going on in this uh, these other games now with Auburn and Miami? I mean, we got to combine one for ten from three again. Yeah, Brady, it's it's an epidemic at this point. And we didn't These think teams, we didn't think well, Miami was going to be able to repeat that going one for 14 from three point land and their win over USC. So far, yeah. they are on pace to do that once again, if not worse. And that's why we're seeing that live total come down six points off of where it was at the open. The live total currently at 137 and a half. Texas Tech and Notre Dame still 39-36 in favor of the Red Raiders. And the total continues to come down there as well. Now down to 118 and a half. Uh, you wonder if there's an opportunity here to look at that total in that game, Holden. You and I were both talking about how this game matches up from a handicap standpoint as one that you would think would go over the total. Now with that line coming down in the live market, maybe an opportunity to grab something there. Now, Texas and Purdue, they are going to play on the same floor where Wisconsin and Iowa State just finished up in Milwaukee, and they keep pushing back that start time. I'm showing here on my screen that they're scheduled to tip in one minute. Now, you think it would take a little bit more time to get that court ready once again after that Wisconsin game just finished, but that one should be underway here pretty quickly, and and I'm with you. I mean, it, it's not hard to figure out. It's offense versus defense here, and you know what they say, defense wins championships. I took the three and a half points with the Longhorns. Ooh, okay. All right. That's uh, that's not a bad bet. I'm telling you, I think if it goes the way Texas wants it to go, it's going to be a close game like that, right? They're not going to blow Purdue out. It's just not going to Now Purdue could blow Texas out. I don't think that's going to happen either, but uh, I like your play there. I like your play at three and a half as somebody that likes to bet live more than uh, more than pregame. You know, to me, can I get a seven and a half in this game? If I can get Texas at seven and a half, I'm going to hit it. Two other things I want to talk about here, Brady. First of all, Auburn plus two and a half hit that didn't love the juice at minus 120. But again, how many times are we going to see this really in basketball in general, right? But specifically in the tournament, the better team has just been falling down early. It has happened time and time and time again. 
And this is another instance where I think we now know that there's going to be issues for Miami shooting behind the arc. I mean, they're two for the last 20. Would they you agree missed, with me, They Brady? just missed another one. Okay, so now they're two for the last 21. Can we kind of assume that they're going to have problems hitting those shots? And I get it, 0 for 6 for Auburn to start. But if you're giving me two and a half points here, I, I had to take it. Yeah, no, I don't think that's a bad bet at all. That's for a team. When we go back to our analysis of Wisconsin, you know, when you were catching five and a half, the Auburn Tigers closed this game as seven-point favorites. So now that's a nine-and-a-half-point swing, the same swing you had with the Wisconsin Badgers. It was a nine-and-a-half-point flip, and that's what it would be if you took Auburn t- uh, catching two-and-a-half. 23-16 to 16 right now in favor of the Miami Hurricanes, and they have the ball at the six-minute mark of of the first half. Auburn currently a one and a half point favorite in the live market. Texas Tech and Notre Dame tied at 39. Final segment coming up of the Beeson Bet Center. Stick around. We'll be back on the other side on the Sports Betting Network. is Bet Center on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year. 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game in every round of the tournament. Get analysis. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From our experts, including Greg Hoops-Peterson, Matt Humans, Jonathan Von Tobel, and Tim Murray, they have insights on every key team, conference, and player to watch from the favorites to the potential Cinderella's. Sign up today, get the betting guide, plus full access to VSIN through the end of the tournament, April 5th. Only $19. You can find it at vsin.com slash madness. Final segment of the program here, the VSIN Bet Center, before we hand it over to 
Jonathan Von Tobel, our hardwood handicapper. He'll take you through the rest of the way of your Sunday evening. Texas Tech and Notre Dame, 41-39 to right now in favor of the Red Raiders at the 10-minute mark left in regulation. And Notre Dame gets a three ball there, 42-41. to The Fighting Irish out in front now, and they are just a one-and-a-half point underdog in the live market. Your live total at 118-and-a-half, and they are now under 10 minutes left in regulation. Miami and Auburn, this game is getting tighter as the Tigers crawl back in 25 to 22. Miami still in the lead. They are three and a half point underdogs in the live market. Your live total at 136 and a half. And sure enough, they have pushed back the start of Purdue and Texas showing 20 minutes now before they tip that one off in Milwaukee. Uh, they had to get things cleaned up there on the floor at the end of the Iowa State Wisconsin game. So Texas and Purdue Purdue will tip off in less than 20 minutes from now and scheduled to go at the top of the hour less than 15 minutes from now. I don't know if they'll start these games at the same time, Holden, but you've got the Arizona Wildcats taking on the Horn Frogs of TCU, another Big 12 game for you there against the Pac-12 champs. Won it right here in Las Vegas at T-Mobile Arena. The Wildcats advanced to round two with a win over Wright State. Wright State got in via the play-in round and then fell to Arizona on Friday. TCU got here by way of a big win over Seton Hall, 69-42. to They won that one outright as one-and-a-half-point underdogs. And now, again, just a few minutes before, before we tip here, the Pac-12 champs laying nine and a half to the Horn Frogs. Your total at one forty-five and a half. What are your thoughts on this one, my friend? I mean, this is a team in TCU that beat Kansas, that lost to Kansas by four at Allen Fieldhouse, and then got beaten up pretty bad. I like this TCU team defensively. They are so physical. They are so good on the defensive side of the ball. The problem is they don't shoot well. They're only shooting thirty percent from behind the arc, that's not going to get it done. Um, and they're only averaging five and a half per game. And against a team like Arizona that can score from anywhere, that can score at will. Although, again, TCU's defense is going to make a big difference in this game. I truly believe that. It's going to be tough. Also, TCU turns the ball over 14 times per game. That just can't happen. If TCU plays their best game of the year or to the level that they beat Kansas at home, then they're going to cover this thing with a chance to win it outright. But if they can't hit, if they have to rely on threes to get back in the game, if they turn the ball over, this thing is going to get ugly. So look at the Wildcats, third in points per game, seventh in offensive efficiency, third in shooting percentage, two seven-footers. I mean, it is a daunting task right now for TCU. I don't have a bet on this game. I will be targeting the TCU live team total under if I see them get out to a hot start today. Holden, uh, pretty much uh, the latter part of the college basketball season, Gonzaga has been ranked number one and Arizona number two. In your mind, is that accurate? Or do you think Arizona is the more powerful force than the Bulldogs? A lot of people will say the Gonzaga Bulldogs year after year don't play a great in-conference schedule. They do play a pretty tough non-conference schedule, but that's where they have found some losses. And we saw them in their game on Saturday night. They didn't look exactly in incredibly dominant. Now, they were able to get a win late in that contest, but people talk about being able to get physical with Gonzaga, and that's the way maybe maybe that's a weak point for them. Personally, I think maybe Arizona is better built for survival in this tournament. 
Well, I think because of the, the their strength inside, their length, two seven footers, and they might be the more complete team than any team out there. And that includes Gonzaga, that includes Kansas, that includes any other team. And I say that because I told you they're top 10 in just about every category offensively and they're top 20 defensively. So yes, uh, again, just because we say this team's got this, this team's got that. How many cockamamie things have happened in the tournament, right? So if TCU beats Arizona, would it be a surprise? Yeah, a little bit. It'd be a bigger surprise. I wouldn't be shocked though. But yeah, when I'm looking at this team, this Arizona team, I put them ahead. I put them slightly ahead of Gonzaga. I just think they're a more complete team. Yeah, well said. That's exactly the way I feel as well. They they really do everything well. Uh, Miami and Auburn, the scoring has started to pick up again, much to my liking, 33-27 to 27 in favor of the Hurricanes. They're still a one-and-a-half point dog in the live market, but your live total now back into the 140s, 142-and-a-half. Notre Dame mm. leading Texas Tech by a point, 44-43. They're at the under-eight media timeout there in the second half. Texas Tech remains a favorite by two and a half in the live wagering your total at 117 and a half Holden we're talking about the Gonzaga Bulldogs I want to move forward to next week and look at their sweet 16 matchup and I think this is a very interesting one the Arkansas Razorbacks for the second straight year get into the sweet 16 of course Gonzaga does as well Gonzaga going all the way to the final in 2021 uh, they are open as a eight point favorite over Arkansas your total at one 156 and a half. Arkansas has played a couple of pretty ugly games, but able to find a way to advance. Now, Gonzaga's looked pretty strong, had a little bit of a scare from Memphis. Did they on Saturday night? But we know how good this team is, the number one seed in the entire tournament. Are they justified as eight point favorites, or would you be looking at taking the points with the dog? I mean, I think that's crazy. <laughs> but again, if it comes down to free throws, then eight, nine points is completely in there. But Arkansas. It's such a terrific team defensively. And we've seen Gonzaga have some trouble. I mean, Memphis, an athletic team, didn't they were trailing by double digits? You know, that was one of my few wins yesterday, was hopping on the Gonzaga money line down double digits. Everything else went to hell for me. But the reason why I think this line's a little bit too big is just because what Arkansas brings defensively that they can hang with Gonzaga. And this is not the same type of Gonzaga team that we saw last year, where I really thought had they won the championship, they might've been the greatest college team of all time. Chet Holmgren, obviously a stud. We saw what Timmy did last night, but it's a very small concentrated offensive force for Gonzaga. So right now, when I look at it, you give me eight and a half points with Arkansas. I kind of like that. Well, let's talk about your Kansas Jayhawks. They're mm -hmm. laying eight and a half points to the Friars of Providence, another Sweet 16 game that will tip next week. Kansas, of course, advances with a win over Creighton. Providence advances with a win over Richmond. And we touched on this a little bit. It just seems like Providence continues to be disrespected by the market and by betters. And here they are as an eight and a half point dog. Now, does Kansas get their act together off of a subpar performance in that win over Creighton? Or does Providence stay hot and make this one a good contest? Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, if Providence is hitting their threes, that's the way you take down a higher seed. You go out and you drain your threes and you put pressure on Kansas. I could just go through all the years that we ended up losing before the final four. Farouk Manesh, tons of threes. 1997, Miles Simon, uh, Bibby, Mike Bibby. 
threes. I can't tell you how many times you see these higher seeds go down. So if Providence comes out smoking from beyond the arc, I think it's going to look like a really nice day for Providence to keep this thing close. Now, if I wasn't so biased, and when I say I'm biased, Brady, I'm biased against Kansas just because I'm so nervous, just because I see every little fault with them, okay? But ultimately, the rise of Remy Martin with Ochai Abaji, one of the top three players in the nation. I mean, they've got two guys that Providence is going to have to stop on and stop. And I just don't know if it's they're going to be able to stop both of those guys. If Kansas can hit their threes, they can run away with these, this thing. Uh, but for now, I'm a little bit leery. And stop disrespecting Providence because this is a good team, especially when they're shooting their threes. They are tough. Yeah, I don't have an initial feeling on this game. Uh, I have liked Providence in the first two rounds and bet them successfully on Saturday in that win over Richmond. That was just a rocking chair winner over there. Never really had to sweat that for a second. Um, but And I wouldn't be surprised if Kansas rebounded off of that performance over Creighton. I would not be surprised at all, like you said, if they start hitting threes, they could really roll this Providence team. So I don't really have a feeling on how this game's going to play out right now. The number might seem a little bit high, but I haven't made up my mind up on how I'm going to do this. My friend, that is going to do it for another Sunday with you and I. I will see you next weekend. Thank you very much, Great Holden. Show. Enjoy the rest of March Madness. Thank you to our producer Elliot Bauman, our entire technical crew. As advertised prior in the segment, next up is the hardwood handicapper himself, Jonathan Von Tobel. Keep it here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.